0: Hi everybody, Colin Morgan here, and welcome to episode 212 of The Daily Grind. With us today is the amazing Ashley Walter. Known for her nationally recognized wellness company, Living with Ashley, Ashley has reached thousands of people looking to improve their overall health from the inside out. She holds the titles of holistic nutritionist, fitness chef, certified personal trainer, and on-air personality. Today, everyone, Ashley shares her journey of how she got to where she is. So, everyone, really be sure to grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, sit back, and enjoy today's episode of the Daily Grind. Yeah.
1: You have to have passion and love what you do. And I totally agree that that's true. But at the same time, you also have to believe that you can do it better than anybody else. Yeah. And it's problem solution. And a lot of people who want to, let's say, use your example, want to open a restaurant, Like you need to define a specific problem and be able to hone that in and create a solution that nobody else is doing the same way as you.
0: Design projects are fun. In fact, some of the most fun I've had as an entrepreneur is designing logos, business cards, and my website. Although that fun seems to quickly wear off when I realize I'm not a designer. That's why when I need help with logos, business cards, or web design needs, I turn to Design Crowd. Design Crowd has over 600,000 plus designers across the world to help you develop amazing custom designs. All you have to do is post a brief describing the design you need. DesignCrowd will then invite 600,000 plus designers to submit their designs. Within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of 3 to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs from designers across the world. You then pick your favorite design and approve payment to the designer. DesignCrowd is offering a special $100 VIP offer for all Daily Grind listeners. To take advantage of this special $100 VIP offer, visit designcrowd.com forward slash grind. Again, that is designcrowd.com forward slash grind. D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com forward slash grind. Well, Ashley, welcome to the Daily Grind. How are you today?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. We're all excited. And If you wouldn't mind, Ashley, just say for some listeners, audience members being first introduced to you, if you wouldn't mind just briefly expanding on your intro and maybe sharing a bit more of who you are and what you do.
1: Absolutely. I'm Ashley Walter, born and bred in Chicago, one of the best cities in the world. Um, (laughs) After my degree in journalism, I went back to school to get my master's in holistic nutrition. Because I went through, you know, they say your 20s are crazy emotionally and stuff. Mine were physically. Hmm. So I developed a couple issues related to food and my health and just was not the same person. So they say you're supposed to do what you know. And my passion for nutrition just continued with that. And needing to learn things I can't eat, couldn't eat, um, to just be healthy and energized was a big part of that. So after I met with a nutritionist who totally changed my life around, I wanted to do the same thing. So I put myself through a master's degree in holistic nutrition, I paid my way doing that as being a personal trainer, and then I combined the two and got certifications as a chef as well to develop an all-encompassing company that tackles healthy cooking, eating, and exercising, and that's where I am today.
0: Wow. Well, you're certainly doing it all. And did you always know, or was this something that kind of evolved where you kind of became this entrepreneur, or did you always want to start your own thing?
1: Wanted to do my own thing for sure. I come from a, a family of, of really just I think powerful thinkers mm-hmm. and creatives who are just driving forces. And being surrounded by that, I think you just are are born with a little innate sense that that you could do it too. Yeah. And it's, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Plus, I love being my own boss, and um, I, I'm definitely tiny, so. I think that also has a lot to do with it too. <laughs>
0: So how did this evolve for you? Because, I mean, you've blown up to, the, to where you are now. But take us to, like, the early days. What, what were things like when you just started out?
1: Early days. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, to get a degree in one thing and completely switch tracks, it took a lot of, like, introspection and can you do this at your age, go back to school and take a year and a half of all science prereqs. Let me tell you all, I am bad at math. I am not necessarily kids <laughs> in science and it was a year and a half of just that. So I really had to dig deep and make sure I was willing to dedicate the time to do that at an older age in undergrad classes with younger people. It sometimes it's a little bit uh, out of your comfort zone. So you know, I pushed myself through to do that and then I also buffed tradition and and said I'm not going to go the the dietetic track okay. even though I was already in the program. So I got accepted into a really amazing program here in Chicago. And as I started it, I just started to recognize that it wasn't my frame of thinking. And so also going against the mainstream in a new industry, <laughs> just kind of <laughs> set this, what am I doing? Um, I pushed my way through. And I think one of the best things that I ever did and the only reason I am here, where I am today is because I did a little bit of everything. I explored uh, everything in my industry. And that means I worked for an already developed nutrition uh, meal program. I worked for commercial gyms. I worked in corporate wellness as a director of wellness. I worked one-on-one with private clients, and then I went and did my own thing. Mm. And I think there's just something to be said. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you need to know every facet of every business, how to manage it. You need to know the finance side, the accounting, the marketing, the promotions, and then your actual education. So. That was the best. That's the best thing I ever did. I really. It stinks, and I always felt insecure about switching jobs. Yeah. Because I wanted to learn something new, but in the end, it's what made me understand how to approach business in general as a whole, and that's just such a key for starting your own thing.
0: It's such a key, right? Because you need to, like, when you start a business, you're competing against everyone in your industry. So if you're just, and a lot of, I don't know if you see this, but. You know, people just start a business because they think, you know, I love food, so I'm going to start a restaurant. But it's like you're competing against everyone else who are experts in every part of that business.
1: That's true. And I think obviously you have to have passion. And and I hear this so much. It's such a, a repeated phrase. Like you have to have passion and love what you do. And I totally agree that that's true. But at the same time, you also have to believe that you can do it better than anybody else. Yeah. And it's problem solution. And a lot of people who want to, let's say, use your example, want to open a restaurant, like you need to define a specific problem and be able to hone that in and create a solution that nobody else is doing the same way as you. Because, or with the same personality or the same, you know, like a restaurant may be because the food is so good, but maybe it's just the ambiance because it's so unique and special. Or maybe it's the service or maybe it's the... Because a lot of people knock everything out of the park, but you really need to know what your specialty is. And I think that that's one of the things for me is it was hard in the beginning. It was very arduous for me to try to pin myself against other people to make myself come across as different. And in general, I had to figure out that really it was just my, my pers- like personality was really what I differentiated myself with. And then a bunch of my certifications, because not a lot of nutritionists are chefs and so on and so forth. So yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree that it has it has to be passionate, but you really need to be solving a specific problem.
0: Yeah, and when did you sort of figure things out? And what I mean by that is, you know, early on you're starting this business, when did you really realize, like when did things click in your head, like wow, this could, this is really working?
1: Um. So there was a pivotal moment after a couple of years where I recognized that I was not I did not intend to charge my clients by the hour hmm. because when you're with a training client and you're in the gym, that's one thing. But then out of sight, out of mind, they're not always accountable for what they're doing when you're not around them. And the same thing with nutrition. And then most of the time, I married my clients and made them do both with me because abs are also made in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And I, right. A lot of my clients just were <laughs> falling to the wayside in one thing. But a lot of the objections that I got were that they weren't motivated enough or they didn't have the budget for it. So what I would do is I started to work more with my nutrition services were built into my personal training prices Mm. and I gave people a value added service into not just seeing them in the gym, but they were able to text me like, let's say for example, if they went to a restaurant, they could text me the website or the name of the restaurant and I would look it up and I would give them the top three things that are healthiest to order at the restaurant. Um, and that's just a lifestyle thing. I mean, we all have realized we're all gonna go to a party. I mean, I, I got of course. So I can't tell you what holidays are like for me and text messages I get from parties. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what should I be eating for the appetizer trade? And I just figured out, like, if you really want your clients to be successful and you wanna be successful, because let's face it, they're a mirror of how I do my business, how I run my business and how my, you know, professional so I made them full time clients. They were not just hourly clients and my rates were not exponential because of that I just knew that they needed more for me so I changed it into more of a concierge service where I'm an on-demand all-encompassing guide for all of healthy living not just a trainer not just a nutritionist not just a chef and I wanted them to feel like they didn't have to have a guilty complex if they contacted me you know at 10 o'clock at night yeah um, and that's a you have to make yourself
0: yeah, and it makes a lot of sense because I'm, like, I'm smiling here because I, I, I'm a fairly healthy person. But I remember I had a, a trainer, and he would, you know, I would go to the gym three times a week and I would come home. And, you know, there would be some times where you cheat on the meals, right? And then you go back and you can tell. But I like what you're doing. You're always with the person because it's more than just exercise, a lot of it's nutrition, too. I love it.
1: True. And so much of it is mental. Yeah. And that's another thing is, like, sometimes you just need, like, a cheerleader or you just need someone to talk to. And it's funny. I don't know if if you remember this. I hope some of the listeners remember this. But back in the 90s, there was this pig that you could put in your refrigerator and turn on. And it would oink when you opened the refrigerator. <laughs> it was, it was uh, triggered by the light in the refrigerator. And so I always tell people to mentally think of my face when they go into the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm an oinker and not in a mean way. But I'm just a, one of my biggest things is mentally to tell people to count to 10 before they make a food decision, because literally nine times out of 10, you will talk yourself out of it, recognize it's not a, it's not a need, it's a want, and you'll walk away. So ment- mentally, it's one of, that's why I went back and, and did a lot of psycholo- psychological research yeah. on the back end of my thing, and a lot of it also stems from my past, because um, I had an eating disorder in high school. And I got a lot of therapy about food and how people treat use food as an emotional, um, you know, protector, as a friend, as an ally. And then there's also the side of guilty eating, and then guilty eating leads to more eating and all sorts of things. But but yes, I think you just also have to be a mental coach. Yeah, very much so.
0: I was going to say that a lot of it probably has to do with mindset because you know, based on the people. First of all, what types of people do you typically work with, Ashley?
1: I really work with everybody okay. it's crazy the the I do have a lot of different services that cater to different budgets and different um, needs. Oh, okay. yep. so I have the concierge service, which is obviously more full service and, and not necessarily in everyone's budget. Yep. And then I have, um, the online service, which is a monthly membership for 24 99, where you get access to me, where I go live and I do nut- interactive nutrition sessions. But I also have workout videos and pre-made menus with grocery lists and a recipe database and educational stuff. It's just more affordable. So I really work. My demographic is like 23 to 55 <laughs> men okay, and women. So
0: you- you're wide range, wide range, <laughs> love it. So what, have, what did you find or what have you found based on the people that you're working with? Like I know you had mentioned, you know, eating, nutrition. What's a one thing that maybe all of them have in common, which kind of holds them back early on? Like what's, what's that hurdle for a lot of people, if that makes sense?
1: Honestly, accountability. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of people, first of all, nutrition and fitness and starting something new, a new program, a new journey. It is such a vulnerable time for people that they need support and it, it is very emotional. And I think a lot of my clients in the past I've seen where they have a spouse that, that isn't doing the same thing or isn't on board or they are um, a lot of people's jobs. They're consultants. They travel all the time. They're at, at networking, drinking events every night and they don't have a partner or someone there that's like shooting them a text that says, hey, don't forget limit is one drink tonight or yeah. hey, you know, and you need that. And so that's just the person that I wanna be for them. I'm like, your, I wanna be your nutritionist and trainer in your pocket who's always there to remind you because sometimes you're not gonna go on an app and check it out, you know? You're not going to be totally. reminding yourself. You need accountability, so that's where I go. Accountability has definitely been a thing. And then also getting up after you fail because let's fa- we're gonna fail. We yeah. all fail, I fail, oh my gosh. I feel I'm going on right now because I had like a, I I've been eating out too much and you just always have to check in with yourself. And that's again, accountability for yourself. If you're not doing it for yourself, that's when you hire someone like me and I will do it for you.
0: Love it. So what, what have you say has been say one of the biggest obstacles you've faced since starting this whole business? What's one thing say for a while that you struggled with before you were able to overcome that hurdle?
1: Um, (laughs) I think that uh, one of the things that's that's the hardest for anybody, but um, and the best piece of advice I've given when I've been a mentor to other people is recognizing that you're not for everyone. Yeah, you can't change yourself and make yourself for everybody. I've had I've had some people come to me, and maybe we just don't vibe, and I will recommend them to go to a competitor because I want them to succeed, even if it's not with me. And I think setting aside your ego. And recognizing that that's not a bad thing. You're not going to be, it's just like expecting everyone to like you in the world. It just doesn't happen. And so not taking it personally because you know you're good at your job. It just might not be a personal relationship, um, a professional relationship that you are going to win at that time. So uh, failing to retain a client is inevitable at times. And a lot of times accepting your client's failure, like I'm a very emotional person. Like I feel I'm kind of a Florence Nightingale type type person, uh, I blame my astrological sign, Libra, but I love to take care of people. And when a client fails, I used to take so much of that guilt on myself and being able to say to yourself, like, a deal might not go through with your business. Uh, You know, a personal relationship for me, not retaining a client is not necessarily your fault. You just got to move on and pick up and recognize your successes at the same time as your failures.
0: Yeah, and it takes a level, like a high level of self-awareness too to be able to understand that maybe that person that you're trying to help isn't right for you, right? Because we all want to say yes, but having the self-awareness sounds like which you have, which really helps you.
1: It did. And again, that was where I messed up the first few years. I got so emotional yeah. about losing a client or um, – and equally as emotional, you know, one of my first clients lost 100 pounds with me. And I, it was like – the I mean, I literally saw someone completely change their life wow. and their – personality and their job and their confidence and they met someone and got engaged within that year just was like a I mean it's the most rewarding thing in the world but the highs are just as bad as the lows because you felt like you weren't saving someone and and giving them that happiness and so yeah for me I used to I used to wear it a lot and it was very stressful and I used to not sleep and it it affected my health Mm -hmm. which is interesting so you have to kind of have those those come to Jesus moments with yourself where you're like, my passion and being an entrepreneur shouldn't be making me unhealthy either. So, you know, I checked in with myself and I and I realized that. And that's where self-awareness definitely helps.
0: Yeah. And, and say for you, Ashley, like say you could go back in time and, and speak to a, a younger version of yourself and maybe not necessarily change anything, but offer yourself a piece of guidance or a piece of advice. I'm wondering what that would be for you.
1: Hmm. <laughs> um I think the biggest piece of advice I would give anybody is that you cannot continue to compare yourself to other people. Yeah. We do so much and this is also it, this goes for clients as well as for people wanting to be an entrepreneur or start your own thing. If you spend all of your time comparing yourself to other people and keep telling yourself that other people are doing it better and why did they win that account and why did they get that client and why did they get that deal? It's gonna set yourself up for such a negative frame of mind and so for me i don't really compare myself to anybody anymore i'm just i'm just me and um every day i do this is like a a weird tip but i I recently mentored someone who went back to school for nutrition and okay um like do the five minute journal every night where you check in with yourself and you write what you're grateful for and it frames you in a positive mind when you go to bed And the next day you wake up and you're like all right we're gonna do better than yesterday and we're gonna do this and because when you go and you yourself to other people i just think it's such a negative thing and that's the same thing with body image Yeah, because we all do and i feel like my clients are always doing that so i'm please i'm telling them please do not compare yourself to somebody else if you need to put yourself in a mindset go grab a piece of clothing that doesn't fit you anymore and compare yourself to yourself your old self Ah, like that it's just the way you have to be and and not It's that way for relationships. It's that way for your relationship with yourself. So for sure, that would would be my biggest piece of advice.
0: That's a great piece of advice. And now, everyone, we're just going to take a lightning quick break here. We have to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back with the overtime round. Hey, Grinders. I know you listen to me every single day, and I want to thank you so much for that. Now it's time I reciprocate it to you. I'm giving away a free 15-minute consultation to any Daily Grind listener out there. It's super simple. You just have to go to the link in the description of this podcast, click that, book a call with me, and it's that easy. See, having the opportunity to speak with some of the most successful people and entrepreneurs five days a week has really given me a unique outlook on life and business. Now it's time I want to share that wisdom with you personally. So go ahead in the description of this podcast. You're going to see a link there to book a free 15-minute call with me. Click on that. Sign up. There's nothing to it. I just want to hear where you're at and how potentially I could either help you or put you in touch with one of the people in my database to help you. So go ahead. Link in the description. Click that, and I'll talk with you soon. (laughs) Ashley, we're back. (laughs) All set? Yes. Love it. Ashley, what motivates you to keep grinding? Like, what gets you out of bed every day and just fires you up to do what you do?
1: This is not an easy answer because honestly, my my gut answer is always going to be my daughter.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't like you. Don't realize what being a role model is until you have a child, and mm. it's just so. It's just such an amazing thing, but to to want to be your best every day because someone's watching you, someone you created is watching you is a big thing. But um, a couple years ago, I was actually in a really traumatic accident and um, I was honestly in a coma. And I literally, the first thing I did when I woke up was ask where she was. And I realized at that moment, like, God, I would do anything. Like I really attribute me having her to like why I defeated the odds and woke up and woke up the way I did because it was really not supposed to be that way. And I can look back on it like that. And that accident also changed my life because I just cherish things so much more. And I really hope to goodness that nobody goes through something like that to value life. And but every day I look at her face and I just I'm like, all right, today I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. And I do it for my clients who I treat like family. I'm a little, I'm a little familial with all my clients. I love, again, (laughs) Being in my job, you get a lot of emotional stuff. You learn a lot about people's personal lives and, and you are a cheerleader. So um, I consider them all family too, for sure.
0: Wow, I'm sure they do reciprocate that as well. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, for you, Ashley, I'm wondering, say something you do every day, um, whether it be morning, afternoon, night, but either like a ritual or routine or habit that you would say has you know, attributed to kind of your success and your ability to get things done.
1: Yeah. I check in with myself. Um, I think so much of our lives is driven by technology and not connecting with ourself and our headspace. And I could say meditate, but I'm literally the world's worst meditator. Um, I I do my own form of meditation. Um, I do have a requirement every day where I spend at least a little bit of time where no one can access me and I'm just with myself. And a lot of that time is actually spent in my kitchen and Um, I do something every day for myself and honestly, disconnecting, cooking something where I'm not on social media, I'm not watching television, um, I'm not focusing on being responsive to others because I think the way that we are right now is we're driven by giving and interacting with other people and we give all of our energy and sometimes we just don't give ourselves that energy that we need and I'm not saying going to the gym or that, I'm just saying turn it off. And be with yourself so that I do that. And I also do that when I do my five minute journal or I journal a little bit about myself and that's checking in with your goals. I always say to my clients, like, you don't need to just have like monthly goals, annual goals, lifetime goals. You have to have daily little dailies where you talk to yourself and say, did I, was I my best self today? Did I do this? What could I improve upon for tomorrow? And you know, just five or 10 minutes a day. I literally think everybody needs to do that.
0: Yeah, I could not agree more. And, you know, I I wonder if you could share this with us, Ashley. I think it's important to not only share, you know, a lot of the positives that are happening in the business, but maybe also share the other side and maybe some things that you're struggling with now. So what I want to ask you is say there's this magical person, like a genie that could come into your, to your business and help you with one thing today. I'm wondering what they would help you with.
1: Um, so I think one of the things that we all suffer from is, uh, we're not the best at everything when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um. And I think one of the things with business, and the reason why we have to um, to be competitive, is to evolve. So right now, I wanted to reach more people, so I evolved my business by developing this online portal um, that is, you know, nationwide and accessible and affordable for everybody. But marketing something so far reaching, and in an industry where there are people doing the same thing, is is sometimes an arduous task. It's just tedious, and it's you right thing. And right now with social media and I swear to goodness, social media is like a full time job for me, which I love. Totally. But so it's just very, very, it, it, it feels like you can't get anywhere and you just need to keep pushing. And that's one of the things is like, I'm just learning like right now, um, I just finished revamping the site and doing everything and you've got to just be patient with yourself and take your time. But yeah, no, a genie could come and market this thing for me. That would be great.
0: So market your online, online program that you have, so to speak
1: yeah
0: love it well if anyone's listening no I'm just kidding Um, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they can help you with that Um, now lastly Ashley this is completely off script here but you know what I gotta cook dinner tonight okay Um, my girlfriend we're vegetarian what should I be making
1: nice okay so I just made an amazing cauliflower fried rice that's vegetarian do you guys do eggs
0: yes yeah
1: okay so But the secret is popping in either some mango or pineapple.
0: Ooh, love mango.
1: So summery and good. But yeah, no, cauliflower fried rice, it's easy because nowadays the grocery stores already have the cauliflower in rice format.
0: Yeah, or you can blend it.
1: Yeah, or you can blend it yourself. It's very easy. I mean, any food processor is awesome. I use my Vitamix blender, which I'm obsessed with. It's like my best friend. I swear we're in a long-term relationship. But I will do cauliflower, Edamame, some raw bell peppers and radishes, because raw actually fills you up more, especially if you're vegetarian. Ah. Yeah, because protein too, but the edamame will give you a boost of protein in it. And you can do a simple sauce where you can make it yourself, or you could just buy. I love the coconut um, secret teriyaki with a little bit of hot chili oil. Ooh. And I'll add in scallions, pineapple, or mango. And then um, for any of you non-vegetarians out there, uh, grilled shrimp is great with the fried rice too. But if you fry up an egg and put that in there as well, you're good to go.
0: Look it. You're making me look like a star tonight, Ashley. I love it. <laughs> 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 well, Ashley, now the way we end the show here is I give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today.
1: Again, I'm going to reiterate this, but my one quote that I tell my clients, I say true happiness and confidence comes when you stop comparing yourself to other people.
0: Hmm. Love that. Ashley, what's the best way our audience can reach out and connect with you?
1: I am on Instagram at living underscore with Ashley. And then right now for anyone that's listening, if you go to www.livingwithashley.community.com, you can get half off your first month with the code half off which means it's $12.50 for an entire 30 days of meal prep, grocery lists, recipe database, workout videos and connecting live with me as well.
0: Amazing. Well, I will share both those links. Be sure to visit the website, get that half off deal everyone. Ashley is an expert and is doing amazing things. And follow her on Instagram. I'm following her on Instagram. She's very inspirational, can give you a bunch of tips, motivate you to keep pushing and keep grinding. And as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today, not comparing yourself to others. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Ashley Walter. Ashley, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show with us today.
1: Thank you so much. This was so much fun. More interviews in pajamas, please.
0: (laughs) The pleasure was all mine. And everyone, if you liked today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Share it with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding.